PDPW On Demand. Thank you for joining us again this week on the PDPW Podcast. We hope you had a great week. And this week we visit again with dairy farmer and past PDPW board president Hank Wagner, who inspires us to stretch our thinking and the meaningful impact of leaving our comfort zone in this week's podcast titled, No Words Necessary. Sometimes a podcast may be a little bit connected to a prior one, and that is definitely the case today. So hopefully you had a chance to listen to last week's nine life-changing words. And I need to caution you a little bit. If last week was a little bit mushy, or if last week was a little bit challenging for you, if last week was a little bit stretching, well, this week is going to take you a little bit further. It's going to stretch you a little bit further. But I need to remind you, the reason I'm part of these podcasts is because I care. The reason I'm sharing this message, this stretching, this, this new secret that's going to take you a little bit further outside of your comfort zone is because I care about you. It's because I care about people. So when you speak to people that you care about, you speak encouraging things to them, right? But if we only speak encouraging words, personal growth is limited. Personal growth is often attached to challenge and to failure, and we've talked about that. Personal growth requires that we step outside of our comfort zones. And as we venture outside of that comfort zone and do things that we were at one time afraid to do, something really special happens. Our comfort zone grows or enlarges. And here's an important truth for you to think about or to remember. Everything that we now do that is easy for us was at one time hard. For example, walking was at one time hard. You fell down continually on your quest to learn to walk. And now you walk without even thinking about it. You run, you jump. And you don't even have to think about it. It's easy for you. It's the same thing with talking. As you learn to speak, it was hard. Try to learn a new language. And it's hard until you learn it, until it becomes a part of your behavior. You've mastered technology, whether it's been your computer or your iPhones or whatever technology you're using. As you learned it, it was hard. But once you learn it, it becomes easy. Hopefully, last week's podcast and challenge to put those nine words into practice, maybe you found them hard, but you used them enough in this last week that it became a little bit easier. Well, today I hope to stretch your thinking a little bit further outside of that comfort zone and to harvest a little bit more fruit that maybe you have not seen before. To take last week's nine words, especially those last three, another step. And as you think about this fruit I'm referring to, 
Remember, the fruit is always out on a limb. The squirrel who wants to eat has to leave the safety of the trunk of that tree and venture far out on the limb to get his meal, to retrieve the prize. If we want some of that fruit, we also need to be able to go out on the limb. Think of the apple or any other fruit tree. The fruit is at the farthest point, the riskiest spot. It's way out on the limb. Well, this fruit that I'm going to reveal to you today is available to all mankind, but it's going to require us to go out on the limb, so to speak. It's going to require that we take some risk. It's going to require that we leave our comfort zone. So this week's topic is a bit like extra credit to last week's nine words. It's like a special bonus edition that builds upon fruit that was revealed to you last week. Some of you are going to think that this week's podcast is even softer or mushier than last week. I understand. I truly understand. I lived there for many years. But I'm going to tell you that if you're willing to test, to put into practice, to make this a part of your life, you're going to experience something special, wonderful, that is impossible to achieve without going in this direction. So before I tell you this week's transformational great news, I'm also going to be transparent and tell you a sad story. Don't worry, there's good news at the end. I grew up with a tough childhood. Not because I didn't have great parents, because I did. I do. They weren't perfect and that shouldn't be a surprise to you because there are no perfect parents. But I grew up on a farm. We worked together. We played together. We ate meals together. We attended church nearly every Sunday. And from the outside in, we looked like a great family. And we were. However, what a lot of people don't realize is my childhood was filled with a number of very dark, depressing things. I almost died three times as a child should have died three times as a child. First, I crawled out of my crib and somehow got my head stuck in between the bars and was hanging there when my parents found me. Second, somehow accidentally I got around a wagon and, and got a chain wrapped around my neck and was seconds from having my head popped off. And third, I was the last person to get off the school bus in grade school and was sitting in the back sucking on a piece of hard candy and choked. And the last thing I remembered is laying on the floor of that bus and the bus going over a large bump in the road and shaking that hard candy out of my throat. 
But it was worse than that. And I'm not telling you this story to feel sorry for me. I'm telling you this story because there's an important message attached to it. But my childhood was filled with a lot of anger, a lot of depression, so many negative things in my heart and in my mind that brought me seconds from suicide probably 30 times. Now I know that comes as a shock to you or as a surprise to you, especially those of you who know my life today. It's far different. I'm telling you this story because I know what it's like on the other side. I know what the pain and torment is like that goes along with a life without joy, happiness, thankfulness, and love. Part of the reason I shared the miracle of those nine words with you last week is because I know what life is like without them. Part of the reason I'm sharing this week's miracle is because I also experienced life without it. And I can assure you that a life that includes today's secret is so much better. So unlike last week, today's miracle has really very little to do with words. As a matter of fact, there's no words necessary. You don't have to speak anything. It's still a seemingly simple, at least to those people who already practice this miracle. Those who don't, this may come across very hard as it did for me. This miracle requires no words, only action. Can take a few seconds to accomplish. And just like last week's nine words, there are no negative side effects. There's been a few very special people who have taught me this miraculous action, who have modeled it for me, and some who have pushed me out of my comfort zone, not only to better understand this powerful action, but to hold me accountable until it became an automatic behavior for me. Like last week's nine words, this week's action is a heart condition, or it needs to be. It's something that can't or shouldn't be faked. It needs to happen as a result of a correct heart condition. The first time it happened to me, I was somewhere in the 10, 12 years of age, happened at our farm. And it was right in the middle of the season where I had almost taken my life many, many times. And most people, including my friends or parents, had no idea what was going on. This event, this action, happened to be my pastor that visited our farm. Now don't flip out on me and think that this is some religious message. It's a very powerful event that has the same reward regardless of your religious thinking or your occupation. It just happened to me through a pastor for the very first time at 10 to 12 years of age and I had no idea of the significance at that time. 
I was not going to his church. I was not going to any church. But he visited our farm to visit my parents, and every time he would come out, this happened to me probably three times, every time he would come out, I would hide. I would be working somewhere on the farm looking to avoid him. But he would find me. Every time he would find me. And when he found me, he would give me this heartfelt hug that seemed like it lasted for an eternity. I did not like it. And you all probably know what happens with those cow magnets. When they're turned a certain direction, they draw towards each other. Turn one of those magnets the opposite way, so the polarity is opposite, and it's like they push each other apart. You can't get them together. And that's what was happening with this gentleman and myself. It's like I couldn't take the love, the kindness, the value that he was transferring to me through that hug. And I had no idea what was taking place, the significance of what was taking place until many, many, many years later. Connected once again to that podcast we talked about a long time ago, or weeks ago, about sometimes people coming into our life without us even realizing it, that somehow transform our future. Even though I didn't understand, accept, or value what that man had done for me on those three seconds-long, miraculous events of giving me those hugs, he began to transform my life. And then many years later, all of a sudden there's some other seemingly unaware people of what's going on in my life who come in to enforce this thought of having a heart that wants to hug other people. Those people continue to take me, lead me, push me out of my comfort zone, not only to be a hugger, but to have a heart that lives it first. I get it. I truly get it. Wrong motives in a society or culture that is too reluctant to apologize, forgive, and love does not make this action easy or risk-free. But I think that we can all agree that our world today can use more hearts that are willing to step out of their comfort zones and freely give and receive love by giving and receiving heartfelt hugs. I'm a hugger. I am now a hugger. And it happens automatically. And it happens automatically because I have a heart that truly cares about and loves other people. So that urge or desire to hug every person I meet comes from a heart that truly cares. So I understand if you're willing to step out and, and give more hugs 
Do them properly. Use wisdom and restraint when necessary. But please, please, please be willing to step out of your comfort zone and hug. Your life will be forever changed. And you will also be adding tremendous value to the lives of others. Maybe even saving their life. Our thanks to Hank Wagner for joining us this week. To the professional dairy producers, you are the most important asset on this planet. Thank you for listening. Brought to you by the PDPW, Dairy's professional development organization. More details at pdpw.org.